Welcome to another episode of Shame is Delicious with me, Ishan Akbar, and him, Darren Harrier. Candle? It's actually really nice spelling, to be fair. Unfortunately, should, people can't really smell it. You should use candles more. I use those, I've got loads of candles. Where are they? In my bedroom. You have candles in your bedroom? Yeah. Why? What are you praying? Possibly. Why do you have candles in your... I don't have candles in my bedroom. I have candles in my front room. I have candles in my bedroom because of the, A, the scents. Yeah. The sex. That candles help with your sex? Yeah. I've never had sex with candles. I'd be worried You're, that... meant, you're meant to have sex with candles. Not with... <laughs> <laughs> this you and TK Maddox going around the, the candle section just fucking every single just me, Just me banging smoked bourbon. <laughs> that is what that is. Yeah, smoked bourbon. It's a lovely I, smell. I do like... Kind of weird smell. Smoked bourbon, old yeah. leather. Old leather. That's okay. a thing called old I leather. I would love a candle that's got the smell of uh, petrol. Uh, I love the smell of petrol. You want to bang to the smell of petrol? No, I don't want to bang to it. I just like the smell of it. No, I don't like the smell of petrol. I like banging to the smell of like KFC. You like banging to the smell of like KFC? Yeah. Are you, do you have to be the fattest person all the time? Like, that's the fattest thing I've ever heard a human being say. I like to bang to the smell of KFC. Yeah, it's a nice smell. No, it's not. It's, it's food. 11 herbs and spices. It helps me last longer because I try and name all the spices as I do it. You don't know. I, I couldn't even tell you one of the spices. Is Oregano. <laughs> is that really in it? Oregano. Smoked paprika. Yeah. Shame is delicious. Welcome to Shame is Delicious <laughs> with me, Ishan Akbar, and him, Darren Harriet. Yeah, let's get into it. Right, some fucker has stolen our cameras. <laughs> okay, wait. No, 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 no. We're going to go straight into it, right? Somebody has stolen our cameras. So if, if it looks a bit weird, it's because we're having to use mobile phones right now. Yeah. But we honestly, we need to get a gang together and we need to go out there and we need to... I think you left the gang life behind, didn't you? No, I want to go back. I want to go back. <laughs> you print give, some t-shirts, are you? Give me <laughs> a printed t-shirt, give me my hoodie and my switchblade. We're going to... Hey, I know you're watching this, you fucking loser. We're going to find you and we're not going to kill you, but we're going to kill your grandparents if they're not already dead. Oh, wow. I just, I just want you to get shingles. And well, that sounds worse. What, they're killing their grandparents? No, but when you say, like, oh, I just want you to get shingles. Shingles is horrible. Yeah, that's why. But it's, yeah, but it's killing... non-fatal. Yeah, but that... Anyway, course... so let, let's see what happens. Wait, right? how do you get shingles? I don't, it's like herpes, isn't it? I've oh, had yeah. shingles once. It's really painful. You get like this... Like a little mite, something. No, you get like a little rash down your side of your stomach. No, I don't want them to have a rash. I want them to, I want them to die. It's really painful, though. Oh, you can't it? wear anything. Yeah, yeah. I want you to have a kidney stone. Oh, yeah, that, that? that's good. Huh? Yeah. Mm. I want you to be constipated for a... Few, like few days. So basically what's happened is we left some cameras here. We come back. Someone's stolen them. Now, what is quite upsetting for mm. us and worrying was that it's, it's quite a clean job as you were. It's not like there was a door broken yeah. and, you know, things were turned over. No. We actually didn't notice until we were here for about an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> we, just before we had to start recording, Owen went to get the cameras and he was kind of quietly just running around a bit. Yeah. And he was looking under tables and he was opening d cupboards and all sorts, looking in the fridge. Yeah. And I said to Owen, Owen, what, what are you looking for? And then Owen goes, um, the, the cameras. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, what? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We were both sitting down, just like Owen. Owen. <laughs> what's he what like? Larks, uh, Owen. What's, what's he like, Aaron? He probably took him home and yeah. didn't realise. Didn't realise, but no, alas, all three cameras are gone. Uh, thanks to the amazing work of Alice's partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who brought egg. over one camera, which I'm looking at now. We've got a phone. Whose phone is that? That's Owen's phone. And another iPhone. camera. I like how you get the actual proper camera and I'm getting the phone. You're going to look like in HD. Is that because he's got hair? Is that what this is? Yeah, gonna, yeah. Because you've got really good hair. And, they want to... and glasses. Yeah, I hope people hate your glasses. No, they're going to love my glasses. Ishan's got a new pair of glasses, very expensive glasses. Yeah. But the, the lenses keep changing color. So yeah. they go like, because I've seen them and it looks pink. I think Alice said they look orange yeah. at one point. Yeah. And he's walking around with this sort of like, almost like a new Hugh Hefner type yeah, attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think he should be. He should have the attitude of a guy who cleans Hugh Hefner's garden. Which garden are you talking about? What? You... <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Hefner's garden. God. <laughs> but also, do you know, like, do you know he took so much Viagra? He was deaf. He went deaf. You can use so much Viagra that he he, he started to get deaf. Also, he was like 92, though. But also, yeah, yeah, okay. He uh, was like really old. I, he... I suspect the age thing is more related to... I don't know, because he was on Viagra from a from a very early age. Have you ever used Viagra? No. Have you not? No, I'm pretty good. See, here's I the thing. Uh, okay, I guess that's what you were leading to. <laughs> T tell us more, old Don Juan. Uh, well, basically, so you know when you go out and you drink too much? Yeah. Yeah. Or you, you didn't buy the little pills out of the. Oh, you didn't no, do no, that. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. You didn't. Do that. You bought no. a condom, took some tissue, and yeah. bought a little pill. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I got it from my guy who gets me other fun stuff. He had some. No. Uh, first of all, uh, put a pin there. <laughs> no drug dealer. They do. Do you also want Viagra? No, no. I asked him. Uh, he must have looked at you like a complete. Uh, look, he might have got it out of his pocket. I have no idea. Also. Mo a lot of drugs help you get an erection quicker. No, 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 no. But if you're drinking you too much, yeah, and you're like, oh, it's it's, it's off, it's gonna pop off. Yeah, that's when I'm like, okay. When do you do a Viagra? So my worry with Viagra, I time is it for like 43 minutes before. Four, yeah, but so, <laughs> so at 3 p.m. You're like, okay, we need to start thinking of how we're getting back to the house. <laughs> because I got 43 minutes. You look at the Uber, the yeah. Uber's like, it's going to say 55 minutes. You're like, no, 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 it's, no. It's happened once where I mistimed it, so I just carried on with the foreplay, which was a good thing in the end. Oh, you were just waiting yeah. with a tent in your pants. <laughs> it's so good to be... Do you know what? It's actually better without the real cameras, because I feel a bit more unhinged. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, I, I, when you use a Viagra, yeah. do you tell the girl you're using a Viagra? No? Oh, you are a fake. You're like a guy who wears shoe lifts. <laughs> what? Like, why? Tell, her your, tell her your real height. <laughs> no, why? Because you're. It doesn't make it bigger. No, no, it doesn't make it bigger. But it makes it more. It makes it better. I was gonna say more fer uh, ferocious. <laughs> 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 I said it makes your erection more ferocious. <laughs> no, ah! but, <laughs> no, but you're wearing. You're 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 gonna have sex with her for the first time. No, it's not the first time. It's someone I'm. I've been oh, with okay. before. Why would I think it, I don't know why for some reason I thought no, it was... both instances, Yeah, both instances with someone I'd been with before. And she's like, wow, you really stuck it on me. You're like, I don't know, babes. I was just in the mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, Re wow, you're really hiding a pat rash. She's like, I'm really impressed because like you've been drinking since like you know, since eleven AM this morning. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on either. Fucking mad. <laughs> it's all you, baby. <laughs> but the thing is, it doesn't what it doesn't do though, it just makes you hard. It doesn't stop the sensitivity. So you still gotta perform. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same way. It just makes which you not... surprised me the first time. But it makes you harder. Caught me by surprise. But it makes you harder for longer, and it makes it harder for you to come, right? No. It makes you hard. Yeah. For longer. Yeah. But your sensitivity is still pretty much the same. So you can come just as quickly well, if you, you usually come. Can quickly. you can you have sex more? As in, like, so you have sex, you come. Yeah, they can go you again. Have sex again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done that, dude. I am a one time and done guy. <laughs> I'm literally if I if I ejaculate today, yeah. I'm ready for sex next week. <laughs> I'm I can't do it all the time. I'm and that's a maybe it's because I'm getting into what I call black middle age. Like thirty four is black middle age. <laughs> 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 I am. I'm getting it. I didn't sort of mortgage out. Yeah, I can't. They're I'm not going like, to give you one. No. <laughs> you're, you're in black middle That's age true. and you're a self-employed comedian. I, I have sex. If I have sex on Monday, man, by Saturday, I'm like, I could, I could probably go. Again. I mean, I, yeah, okay. I, I believe you, but you had a very rampant Edinburgh a few years ago. It wasn't. It wasn't as rampant as you think because it was a lot of it was big gaps in between. I never had loads of random people at the house. It was like I was seeing someone and it was like every... Well, you were jumping a lot on the bed then, if you weren't. Well, yeah, that was me just doing my Tybo. <laughs> Tybo, I'm an old lady. Yeah, you are an old lady. <laughs> I was trying to think of like some sort of uh, martial arts that was like Zumba. That would have probably been better, innit? Zumba? Zumba. Why would you do Zumba on the bed? Because you're working out. I was just trying to be funny. Why are you? Uh, oh, sorry. What? Because we don't have. Well, we get our cameras nicked, and all of a sudden you're fucking judging my jokes. <laughs> sorry, I'm not judging the jokes. Fuck you. I'm just, I'm just trying to go with it. Yeah, no, well, don't go with it by going, what's that? How about you, yes and for once? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yes. Have you, ever done, have you ever done improv? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah, I have as well. <laughs> I did something called Bollyprov. Uh, what is Bollyprov? Uh, Bollywood improv. What's Bolly from? I've never heard of it. But you keep your standing until you get like 60 people behind you in a dance troupe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an hour later, you're just all just like this. Uh, so, uh, other than the cameras being stolen, lots of fun things happening. He's pointing. Look at this. Tell That's us what you think sign. about the sign. We have. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, we have. And the Hand painted. Yeah, yeah. Children, children made it. Yeah, by... Basically, we went to um, the Manston camp. The what? The what? Hold on, there's that Bollywood prof. You know where they had the attempted petrol bombing? The refugee camp. Listen, we don't all read newspapers every day. Help us out here. Alice, did you know that? Of course I knew that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. come yeah. on, Alice. Okay, I was just saying, didn't know that was my job, is it, my job would not be my job if I didn't know If you didn't know the news. So That's basically, true. there was an attempted petrol bombing from a white terrorist. What year? Like three weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, oh, he's not in his head. What is this? He threw three petrol bombs and then killed himself. Where? Kent. In Kent. What? Is it the UK thing? That sounds like something I would talk about on stage. Yeah. I've never heard this. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. So he, 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 this uh, white guy drove to Manston yeah. in Kent, threw three petrol bombs. I don't think anyone died. Except him. So he was a white Oh, so he, he, he threw petrol bombs but and he... It, they were thrown at Dover, weren't they? Was it at Manston? It was a different... Oh, Manston is the processing centre. is the processing centre. Oh, right. Okay. Processing centre for terrorists? For refugees. Petrol bombs oh. were thrown at Dover. Oh, so he was, a, he was trying to kill terrorists. Yeah. I mean, to try to... M refugee... Whoa! Refugee. Oh, wait, hold you on a second. see what happens... Hold on a second. Guys. When you have <laughs> this constant reminder, <laughs> this 
This Oops. this bad rush. Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad oh, trick. Oh boy. That's not what I meant. I meant refugees Too who late. need to be protected. Too late. Why are you saying it sounds worse because you're brown saying that? Yeah. It sounds way worse when you say that they need to be protected. So what was you saying, sir? <laughs> so yeah, and so they went through a tough time, so we commissioned them. Now the joke doesn't work anymore because we had to explain the fucking story. Oh my god, I completely forgot we were talking about the sign. <laughs> oh my god, that was a whoa. That, I know me and you go off, but that was rough because we comp <laughs> I completely forgot. <clears throat> I was sweating about terrorists or something. It was either that or we commissioned someone who did a really good job. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we quit. Yeah, it was great. We found someone who uh, has given us a shameless <clears throat> delicious logo here. Uh, the only issue is because we don't have our normal cameras in we don't actually get to see it in its full glory yeah for the going. first time but yeah. you'll see it in and future I, I, again I'm still annoyed that you've got the proper camera on you that's oh, furious annoyed. the other thing that's happened as well recently that's been exciting for all of us is uh, I led a, 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 a strategy to do some logistical rearrangements of the studio okay so okay, and so... now it looks absolutely amazing Honestly, it's such a wonderful studio. I'm so proud to be a part of Shameless okay, Delicious. First if only all, we had a camera to record it, eh? <laughs> first of all, Ishan, your stepdad energy is annoying. Uh, okay? <laughs> You're like a stepdad who's like, hey guys, we're going to go to the park today. I'm going to do my best to make you love me. <laughs> when it comes to this podcast, I do it's, absolutely fucking everything. It's not right? true. The, no, what he no, does is... No, it is. Okay. No, let me, let, uh, let me finish. Okay. The only good thing Ishan oh. has done oh, for this podcast, oh, right? Go. No, yeah. fuck you. Is you got Owen? That that that. <laughs> well, I, um, yes, thanks. Yeah, he he was the one who found you. He's great. No, no, no. Owen is. I would pick, I'd pick Owen over you. Owen <laughs> is fucking fantastic. Yeah, right. Great. Owen is uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's what you've done, yeah. and that's what, and obviously your contributions on the podcast aren't terrible. Oh, yeah. Right. Are great, but today that's two things he's mentioned. Yeah. Because well, be today. Yeah. We lost the cameras. I say we lost, they were stolen. They were stolen. That's not Ishan had an idea because you know what we should do? We should tidy up the studio. And I'll be honest, we've moved a few things and it actually looks pretty I mean, amazing. Yeah. The problem is he keeps mentioning it. So now I'm starting to hate him yeah. more than normal. No, no, but the thing is, because is what Darren did, what he does, because I love the boy with all my heart, but he buys lots of stuff and then just leaves it. Yeah. So today I cleaned it. And I'll tell you what, clean it. this place looks at Lee. So the shame is delicious. There's nothing shameful about our studio anymore, except the fact the cameras were stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, plastic I cup on the tripod. There is a plastic cup on we'll, two, two of them. We'll post, yeah, we'll, we'll post a picture of what's happened. It's very, <clears throat> it's the most ghetto setup. It is. <laughs> <laughs> if someone else walked in here, they'd be like, some weird snuff films being filmed in here, man. Bro, I was here for about an hour and a half. That, by the way, so just so anyone wants to know how this podcast generally runs, me and Ishan literally do the least amount of yeah, work. Yeah, we do the least amount of work. Owen and Alice are the do goats. fucking everything. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do the least amount of work here. So the subtitling, the funny zooms in, the the descriptions, the social media, it's all them. Oh, all them. The fact them. the audio is great, it's yeah. literally all them. all them. Me and Ishan will just say, yep, yeah, and we'll pay for it. We don't do shit. He'll call refugees terrorists. That's what that's, that's what he does. Why, why would you say that? That's not a thing. My tongue slipped. I've got big teeth, I can't help it. <laughs> What the fuck has that got to do with it? I don't know. I'm trying to get out of it, dude. Yeah. I'm doing dancing on That's ice, great, man. Yeah. Sorry, fucking kill me. <clears throat> so, what we're trying to do here, I forgot where I'm going. I've drank too much. I was so annoyed at the fact that cameras have been nuts. I, I know. drank too much. You drank too much what? I drank, I drank too much. Um, so, we've got we... coffee flavored rum. Coffee flavored rum. Can we show them this? We may show them Look that. at this. So, Darren 
We're gonna say we're gonna say won this yeah. on House of Games. It's a decanter. He's filled it with some lovely brandy. I have filled it with brandy. The problem is the decanter is absolutely amazing and worth, it's fucking heavy, man. worth its weight in gold. Whereas the brandy we've put in is the sort of brandy that ugh, you wouldn't even put a sparkler in a ghetto nightclub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even good. You drink brandy. on a Tuesday morning. You drink it outside an off license. This is how bad the brandy was. Somebody went in here and stole our cameras and didn't take any of the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> they also didn't take any of your trainers. They didn't take any. Yeah, I'm a size 13. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, dude. If you're going to steal stuff, you're not going to steal size 13, Jordan. That's true. It was probably quite a small footed person. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, he probably could have put three of the cameras in one of my trainers. Yeah, that is true. That. that is true. <laughs> he probably walked in and went, bloody hell, this guy's a giant. <laughs> you know what's really annoying? The person who stole the cameras, I think, watches the podcast and know, is aware of the podcast. You! You! How dare you? Why? Uh, We're trying to give you some fun times here. Stole our cameras. How is Dancing on Ice going? It's going great. The problem with Dancing on Ice for me is it's the most time-consuming thing I've ever done. So you've got to train, you've got to stretch, you've got to learn routines. I, I've had relationships with less commitment than I've had. I mean, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. Yeah. Uh, that, but learning how to ice skate is fantastic. When you get it right, that feeling is uh, phenomenal. Have you ever ice skated before? People keep asking me this. Like, we well, obviously, that's good. Be... Ice... No! Why would I ice Have skate? Have you ever been on a date? Like, bro, on an ice bro, rink? I grew up in a poor, cold house. <laughs> when you grew up in so a cold. Probably ice on the floor. Well, yeah! When you, grew up... <laughs> when you grew up in a cold so house. Sliding around the kitchen. Mum, look, I'm skating because we can't afford heating. <laughs> when you grew up in a cold house, you're not going to go to a cold rink. It made no sense to All me. Right, yeah, Only people with heating did that. So I'm learning like how to control my body. It's all in the knees and the ankles. Right. So I've got, so as of this recording, I've got about nine weeks until the first live show. Are you coming to see me? You're going to come down? Yeah. Why would you say it like that? <laughs> Why would you say it like that? I just didn't realize that was an option. Yeah, there's live shows every week. There's like free tickets for people to come. Owen, Alice, you want to come down? You can see Dancing and Ice. I, I, Did you hear the silence? That was that was fucking. <laughs> that was great. I think I'm working. That was, wow! Do you know what happened? Ooh. We complimented them. Now they're like, we're, we're the fucking yeah, guys. Oh, no, yeah. we, really, like, we don't need these two dickheads. We really gave them all yeah. their flowers, and yeah. now they're like, you know, what? we're giving you mud. Yeah, like, <laughs> have the mud off the flowers. Fuck these guys. Yeah, hey, you so, know, no, genuinely, though, I would love to come along. Yeah, you gotta come. Go, yeah, come. Give, give me the dates. So I'll come along. 15th of January is the first live show, and I can't every do that. Sunday, filming, and then every Sunday after that. <laughs> Doing that. dancing, dancing on ice. But the first week, <clears throat> so 15th of January, we get split in half. So it's five celebrities. So 15th is five. Yeah. And then uh, the following week, 23rd, also five. Who's five your dance partner? My dance partner, her name's Tippy Packard. She's great. Packard, okay. She's, she's fantastic. She's got great energy. She knows how to dance. She knows how to move. <laughs> And you would hope so. She's fucking. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm like, listen, have you ever danced with a fridge before? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Bev. Uh, and uh, I haven't got my shoes yet. I haven't got my other shoes. Skates. I haven't got my figure skates. Figure skates. Because and... I've got the biggest feet they've ever had on the show. And I'm pretty confident that. They've never made figure skates uh, that would fit a size. I think I'm about 14 and a half. Yeah, because figure, you know, figure skating is something you associate with people who are like elegant. a bit smaller, elegant. Yeah, a bit, you know, and like are able to like jump and they're probably quite small. They probably never had a giraffe on them. Yeah. Before. So I've met a few of the male pros and a couple of them are about my height, but they're at 11 or 12, but they still have that sort of elegance about yeah, them. You yeah. know? Whereas I don't really have that. I'm quite. The thing is, over. I've seen you shuffling. You're quite elegant. 
You're oh, a yeah. very good shuffler. Thank you. I, impressively I, good. Thank you. I've done a lot of ecstasy in my time. Yeah, yeah. That's why I can. That's why I can dance. No, but shuffling, you do look really good. Genuinely, I'm, I'm quite jealous of your ability to shuffle. I can't really shuffle. You can't really shuffle. I can do the truffle shuffle. You can't really shuffle. However, but you, um, I saw your uh, celebrity mastermind clip. Oh. And uh, you are—you were a Bollywood uh, dancer. Yeah, I was a Bollywood dance choreographer. And you had a whole load of people with you as well. I, I know Bollywood dance; it's quite simple. It's sort of—that's Bollywood immediately. Don't look like that's, that. That's, that's definitely Bollywood. That's I've one move. Yeah. It that. can be. Yeah. And uh, also the classic light bulb. Don't look like. Don't look like that's not what the it is. The thing with the light bulb is, what are you doing? So do the light bulb again. What are you doing with your left hand? Oh, my left. My, my left hand is sort of just being a, a bit of encouragement for my right arm. It's, it's sort of just like. Just helping me. I don't need it, but if I do it like that, it looks weird. That doesn't look good. But if I go like that, you go, hey, look at this guy. He's well into it. Eh? Okay. So that was basically what I did. Bobby Fraction. He's choreographed those two moves yeah. for 11 years. Exactly, yeah. And, then, uh, and the, the one song that was played was Punjabi MC. <laughs> Which is also not Bollywood, but there you go. Danny Body Body had it. That's Bollywood. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I don't know the rest. No. I don't know you beginning. can do the tune. It's Punjabi MC, Punjabi MC at the beginning. Uh, is it not classed as Bollywood even though he's speaking in Punjab? <laughs> <laughs> is it actually... Do you know what? I even think Nigel Farage could ask a more sensitively worded question. How is that? <laughs> how is that not? Why is that not? That's Because Punjab is a region, not a language, number one. Punjabi. Yeah. Punjabi, sorry. Yeah. And Bollywood is predominantly Hindi. Is it? Yeah, and there's Pungra, which is different from I've Bollywood. I've never heard of Pungra before. What's Pungra? Or Bangra, you might know it as Bangra. Oh, Bangra, I know Bangra. <laughs> Pungra, what's Pungra? Bangra is the way it's pronounced. Bangra is the way you say it when you're English. Lying. So we've been saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been saying it wrong all this time. Yeah. So when you talk to... So like, it's, like, it's like how I say rice and peas. Yeah. But actually you're like, rice and pea. <laughs> It's like how I say super malt and you say super malt. Okay. How do we say <laughs> um, uh, bacon sandwich? Beer can sandwich. Okay. Okay. Didn't realize we sound like Anton Deck. <laughs> <laughs> you are awful. What do you mean? <laughs> At least I'm Beer trying can. not to be racist. <laughs> no, no, I'm not trying to be. How, okay. How I... would your family members say bacon sandwich? They would just say bacon sandwich. No, they wouldn't. No, they would. Yeah, what they would. What are Some of them are Rasta, so they wouldn't even say bacon sandwich. Okay. They would just say, I don't what? know. Okay, because they're Rasta, they'd be like, you can't eat bacon sandwiches. Yeah, of course. Of course, well, they're great people. Yeah. And so what would they say in Jamaica? What would they have to say? If, in Jamaica, if they say, if they have a bacon you, sandwich. They say, if they say you can't eat a bacon sandwich, how would they say it? But the question is, how do you think they would say it? <laughs> no, I'm asking From you your limited experience of being around Brixton. No, I know black people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, in response to your question, Bollywood and Bangra. Yeah, are two different genres. How do you how do you pronounce it properly? Like Bol pung pung pungra pung pungra pungra pungra. I never knew that. Yeah, but why would I? No one's pronouncing it like that to me. So Bollywood and bang yeah, but Bollywood. So Bollywood refers to the Indian film. Yeah, soundtracks. Bangra is a certain music from a certain region. For, yeah, from the Punjab. It's predominantly Punjabi music. Ah, yeah, that's the main see, difference. See, this is why we learn. Live and this learn. Is, this is why we learn. You see, this what's, is why... What's the difference between, what's the difference between reggae and dancehall? Dancehall's much more um, upbeat. 
You were expecting a racist question there, weren't no, you? I, was, I saw I, you getting I, ready. I swear to God, I expected a real racist question. I was like, why are they here? <laughs> well, they must have said reggae and dancehall. Also, why are black people here? <laughs> why also, they... uh, question one, part B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 part C, why don't they swim? Um, yeah, reggae is a lot slower. It's more classic. Dancehall is... Uh, Dancehall, so dancehall is basically the Caribbean version of like Afrobeats in okay. terms of like they've took something and have made it a bit more R&B and a bit faster. Yep, okay. But um, Which do you prefer? Uh, dancehall and reggae? Yeah. I think reggae's got, reggae's got more classics, but when I was a teenager, when I was like 18, 19, dancehall was really taking off. Yeah. Like for example, everybody remembers, you remember uh, Dutty Wine? Tony Maton. My girl, Dutty Wine, Dutty Wine, my girl. Dutty, Dutty, Dutty. Okay, remember Punjabi MC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I swear to you, this is a unique podcast. <laughs> it's it's something, I'm telling you, there's, there's something for everyone. There's it something is for something else. Shame is delicious. Uh, have you been like traveling much as well, with dancing noises in one place? Um, yeah, so obviously I live in London, but I'm uh, training North London. Okay. Uh, Do you have I different sp- kind of plugs there? <laughs> uh, for people listening or watching, me, Owen and Alice have no idea what just happened. We're actually slightly confused. We're actually worried for uh, his well-being in that one. Basically, Owen held up a sign saying plugs. Oh yeah, and I saw it and I thought you was going to go into plugs. And instead you... That's why I asked you whether they have different kind of plugs in North London. They're making a note because they know they're going to edit this bit out. I, I actually don't want this edited out. I want it to stay in because it, <laughs> it's, it's something just for you. <laughs> yeah, this it was just, just for me. Yeah. I fucking loved it. it. made me laugh. Okay. <clears throat> All right, let's let's do some plugs. Ishan, what you got coming up? Well, my debut tour... Chase! ...kicks off February the 23rd next year. Wait, you've never toured before? No, never toured before. Uh-uh, amazing. Thank you. So my first tour, uh, going all over the country, tickets in all sorts of places. I've already sold 25% of my total tickets at the moment, which nice. is pretty good at this juncture. So go to ishalakbar.com forward slash tour to pick up tickets. I'm definitely going to be in a town or city or village near you. Winchester, I've sold... Two. Okay. What what date is Winchester? I don't know. Can't remember. Is it February? No, it's in March. March. So Winchester in March. <laughs> we need to get everyone out there and go see Ishan. Yeah. yeah. Avoid his London dates and go to Winchester instead. Dead, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. London, you're still set up with London. Yeah, London, London, Liverpool are doing very well for me. Yeah, what's your tour called? It's called The Pretender. Yeah, okay. It's a show all about how we're all pretending all the time. Yeah, you pretend to be a nice guy. Classic. Anything else you got coming up other than the tour, of course? <clears throat> I've got a few, uh, I've got an episode of QI airing at some point later in the year, and I have got another big announcement coming very, very soon, which Jeez. I can't tell you about now, but people in the room know, and it's uh, probably the most exciting thing that's happened in my career so far. I mean, it's the most exciting thing that's happened in my career so far. <laughs> it's m- honestly. People who go, oh, Darren's doing Dancing and Ice and like Love Island after and all that. Yeah, of course. What Ishan is doing is insane yeah. it's bigger than all of them put together <laughs> that's, that's how kind. crazy it Thank is you, such an unlikable person <laughs> um, 
What's going on with you? Uh, you can find me doing my show, You Dress Funny, on the 13th of December. We're doing it at the boat show. So it's a, you've done it, of course, where yes. comedians wear sort of outfits or costumes they've never worn before on stage. Yeah. And me and Rachel Fairburn, my co-host, we go on stage and we chat to them. Great show. Uh, I've got some big news coming out quite soon as well. Uh, but I can't announce it yet oh. as well. Yeah, it's not as big as yours, though. It's uh, <laughs> still, still hurts. Um, of course, uh, we've got Leicester Comedy Festival coming up. Oh, yeah, Leicester Comedy Festival. For the pod. For the pod. It's our first live pod performance. It is our first live pod On the 16th of February. Yep, yep. Do come. It'll be me and Isham. We've got some special guests lined up as well who will be there. So come see the podcast. I will also be doing my preview of my new show at Leicester Comedy Festival as well. Uh, I can't remember the date right now, but <laughs> it's on my Instagram. Ishan, are you doing anything else at Leicester Comedy Festival? I'll do stuff at Leicester Comedy Festival, but I've also got some preview dates. So make sure you follow both of us. Follow the pod anyway, at Shame Delicious, but follow each of us. I'm at Ishan Akbar. You're at... Darren Harriet. So yeah, 16th of Feb, do come and see us live as well. Okay. See you there. In case you're wondering... We've only got one camera now. Hi. Yeah, the other cameras, uh, they've stopped Body. working. Yeah. One memory was full. Uh, and I think the other one, I think the battery died. Don't we don't it. normally have our normal battery. So yeah. it's very DIY. Today, right I mean, look, today is podcasting 101 stuff. I know you've been used to some brilliant camera quality and all this stuff. Look, it's not our fault. Guys, it's normal. 2007 right now. Yeah, okay? yeah. we're That's doing it on one is. camera. We're going to be asking you your We're going to do makeup tutorials in a minute. Yeah, what's your, what's your MSN? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what's your BBM? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, MySpace? MySpace? Yeah. Um, so bear with us. Enjoy us over, over there as you are. I mean, oh, man. Because you were saying the thing that annoys you most about the fact that we did Cameron Scott's song was the finesse. It's, mate, we have been finessed in a way. So listen. Working class kid, there's a part of me that kind of respects it. Yeah, yeah. There was a sense of admiration in yours. Yeah, they didn't cause it any trouble, yeah. really. Yeah. They didn't break anything. Yeah. They just sort of, well, they however they managed to get in, took a couple of cameras, didn't even take any of the alcohol, didn't even flip over a tripod, didn't take yeah. the mixer or anything like that. They just came in, yoink. Yeah, like a cat just went, stepped over the wires. <laughs> Have you ever stolen anything? Uh, uh, okay. Nah, me, nah. no, me. I got I got sacked from JD for stealing. What did you steal? So I used to work at JD Sports uh, in a little place called Merry Hill. Yeah, of course, yeah. you know. Uh, I was seventeen, and yeah. everybody was on the rub. Like right. everybody was on the rub, and when you already have a staff that's on the rub, when a new guy comes in, it's a bit like the Departed. You know, you're not gonna let them in that you're undercover straight away. Right, right, yeah. You gotta. You got to find out if they're cool or in the, not. Yeah, if they're, yeah. So anyway, I found out a couple of months in that everybody was on the rub. And when I say they were on the rub, they were on the rub. Like As in, for example, if you wanted to buy a pair of trainers, yeah. um, you wanted a pair of trainers, you would get your friend to come in to buy those trainers, and then you would give them a extra bag filled with other trainers in. So as long as there was a transaction. So for example, if you spent £100 on trainers, yeah. you'd probably get about 400 quid worth of stuff. With the trainers, right? So they were just, they were robbing the place. But how, how, okay. But then this is why sometimes when I see security at certain places, I'm like, what are you going to do about this uncle? Yeah, right. Because yeah. they have all these like old uncles, Asian and African, standing outside 
who've never run yeah. in their life. Yeah. The, the last time they ran was when they came to the The country. only thing they do is they, they, they stink up the work microwave <laughs> with their foods. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. We do that. That's our people. <laughs> that our people. is true. Yeah, we stink right? up the work microwave. So they're there. So you, a guy's got in to buy a pair of trainers. Yeah. And he comes out with four bags. Yeah, because you're the one on the till. Right. So the manager and whatever, the supervisors weren't in on it. It was only the staff. Right, and, and the security guard went... There was no security island. guard in it. Because it it's a shopping center. Yeah. security for the shopping center, but there's none in the shops. Shop, yeah. So yeah, what yeah. was happening was, everybody was doing it. Everybody was stealing on the rob like crazy. Anyway, I got in on it. I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait. I'm on £3.16 an hour. It's 2006. I'm listening to Kanye West late registration. Yeah. I'm going to Hell's Owen, Univers Hell's Owen College University. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Hell's Owen College doing a B-Tech in drama. I'm like, you know what? This is my time. I'm stealing, baby. Yeah, so yeah. I took a pair of uh, Air Max 95s. They're 110 quid in a size UK 13. Oh, baby. <laughs> and I hid them in the back. Anyway, you know when you do something wrong or illegal, you're hyper aware of everything around. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I remember I put the trainers back and I heard the phone ring in the back. And I saw the supervisor walk through about maybe 20 minutes after it happened. You're like cameras. And I'm off. like, that's weird. Yeah, what's happened here? But you know what, Darren, don't worry about it. You're just being worried. 17-year-old me, full head of hair, ah. Uh, Pencil borderline beard. Oh, lovely stuff. Oh my God. Is I this was... your Chris Rock years? This was more my 50 Cent years. Okay, early fine. 50 Cent, okay. because I often call myself a PIMP. <laughs> anyway, we. <laughs> There's some pictures of Darren looking like a fat Chris Rock, and they're fucking amazing. They are. They, they really One day are, yeah. we'll, we'll put it on the pod. I came back to the back where I put the trainers. Trainers are gone. 20 minutes after I put oh. them out, 20 minutes after I saw the supervisor go in the back after the phone rang, I'm like, What's going on here? Couldn't find the trainers. Told the other people, I tried to put some trainers. I don't know where they've gone. They're all looking with me because obviously they know that we're all in on it. Yeah. Nothing. But, um, about four months later, I get a call. Oh, the man. I'm, so, I'm feeling so anxious. I came, I came in there and they were like, and there's this guy. So he was, a, I remember he was from Newcastle. Right. This like investigator for JD Sports. Right. And it was like this middle-aged white guy who was a Geordie. And, I, and back then, you know, I'd never met a Geordie before. Right. And I was like, why is this guy wearing a vest? Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, he was wearing a suit. Yeah. Anyway, and he was like, and he gave a speech. Because bear in mind, this guy must have been about 40. He works for JD Sports, yeah. investigator. He's used to dealing with kids. I was 17. He walks in and he goes, Many years ago here, we, uh, you know, we, have, we hire lots of young people at JD Sports because it's a sports shop. Everybody wants to work for JD Sports. But, you know, people are young, aren't they? Yeah. And they, it was really like a drama, like yeah. a real theatrical. The, the BTEC drama coming oh, out with him. Oh, the BTEC. I was looking at him yeah, going, you go to hell, very Zone? well done. Do you know Stanislavski? And um, do you know Shakespeare, sir? <laughs> and, I just, and he goes, and we understand that, you know, we have very expensive items, very desirable items, and people, you know, their, their, their judgment gets the better of them and they forget where they are and they just... He's like, giving you the speech. Giving me the speech. And, Damn. I'm sitting, and I'm sitting there going, what's all this about? And he's like, and we've, you know, we've had this JD Sports at the top floor of Merry Hill for many years now and there was often lots of thefts. And I was like, and I, in my head I went, oh no, thefts. And in my head I'm thinking, oh my gosh, is this the trainers? Right. From bear in, four months later, yeah. bear in mind, 
when I gave those trainers, the four months after that, they're on the rub. Everyone's on the rub. Everyone's I, still stealing stuff. I stopped, ste I stopped being on the rub. I went back to put the trainers away because I was so scared. I actually didn't want to steal the trainers. So I went back in there thinking, I got too nervous. I was like, no, yeah, I'm going to put uh, them back. Yeah. We're gone. And then he went, uh, have a look over there. It's the size 13 Air Maxes. And I'm like, what? And he went, we've had hidden cameras here for years. We, we, we didn't tell anyone. We knew there was thefts going on. We've got you on camera, taking these trainers and putting them in a certain place. We knew you was on the rub. It's okay. Here at JD Sports, and yeah. he kept saying that, here at JD Sports, yeah. we understand that young people make foolish mistakes. Yeah. The whole point of being young, we don't get the police involved. All we want from you is just admit your wrongdoing. So did you steal those trainers? And I, I, don't rem I don't remember stealing those trainers. He yeah. went, did you steal the trainers? Did you think about taking those trainers home without yeah. paying them? And I went, nice trainers. And he went, be honest, Darren. It's all right. Don't worry. Don't worry. There's no police involved. Don't worry about it. I went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went, yeah, I, was, I mean, I was thinking about it. He went, that's okay. The only thing we need you to do now is, uh, well, you, you can't work here anymore, unfortunately. We're going to have to let you go. And I was so relieved. Wow. Because he said to me, we don't get the police involved. Because if we got the police involved... We'd but what about all the other people with hidden cameras? <laughs> oh, well. He said to me, he said, we don't get the police involved. Yeah. Because if we did, we'd have the police here every bloody weekend. Yeah. We understand what young people are like. We just deal with it internally. You lose your job. And, uh, oh. And I was like, oh, okay. And I went, don't worry about the others. I'm aware of the others. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Nine of us got sacked. <laughs> Flipping But what annoyed egg. me was, I was the only one who didn't steal anything. Right, yeah, yeah. Everybody else had been stealing for ages. And I said to them, I said, did they get the police involved? I went, no. I stole four grand worth of stuff in total. And That's insane. Didn't, didn't lose anything. Didn't have to give about one pair of socks. I tried to steal a pair of 13s. My problem is, I think they were just two, such a big two, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two hands, like carrying a TV out. <laughs> You're 17. I look like a delivery man at Christmas. Yes. <laughs> oh, am I going to hide it? I'm just leaning to one side. <laughs> Flipping heck. Wow, there you go. And I never stole again from a shop until I worked at... Uh, Where did you steal from? <laughs> <laughs> until I worked at the oh, G-Star shop right next to the JD Sports, and I might have took a few belts. And... G-Star? Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that a clothes shop? It's a clothes shop. Do you remember G-Star jeans? No. Back in... 2009. No, no, Gant. Yeah, yeah, you're wearing a Gant jumper I right know. now. I don't know Gant. Gant seems like the sort of thing, like white kids with old money. Brown kid with old money. Brown kid with old money. Yeah, yeah, yeah Hi. of course. Hi. Man of the people. Yeah, very much so. We've yeah. always said that about you. Man yeah, of the always. people, of course. Wow, that's a... Uh, I'll be honest, though. I, 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 <coughs> I was... I definitely felt a lot of shame about it. But then when he didn't get the police involved and I, uh, I got another job in retail... I remember thinking to myself, actually, that's very lucky. Because I thought he'd get the police involved. And I, yeah, but also, like you said, you didn't actually end up stealing anything. It was an I attempted burglary. And then a year later, started comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he just stole joy from comedy audiences. Uh... <laughs> not true. That's not true. I mean, I can find audience members who would say, who would say that's true. But, <laughs> I mean, for that, I, no, it's not, it's not true.
Do you ever think about that in comedy? Speaking of comedy, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I don't feel like an entertainer when I do what, comedy. What do you feel like? I just feel like a guy who is doing what he likes to do. And if the audience like it, cool. If they don't like it, like, for example. But if they okay, do like it, they're entertained, right? For example, the other day, no, literally yesterday, I did a gig, uh, Central London for 99. Yeah. And the audience were horrendous. As in, they weren't, they, they just didn't give much for jokes. Right. So every time I did jokes, they weren't enjoying it. And halfway through, I thought to myself, you know what, Darren? Try. <laughs> what does that mean? What were you doing before then? Uh, what I mean by that is, <laughs> what I mean by that is, yeah. I mean, they don't, they're not really into your material. Okay, yeah. How yeah. about you try and spin plates for once? So, I've, I believe Talk to them. I, yeah, I believe this with comedians. So, there's comedians who are willing to spin plates on stage, as in, you see them, something's not working. You see them try a bit with the audience. They'll try and be a bit more louder on the mic. Yeah. They might try a bit that's a bit more physical. They're spinning plates yeah. to get the audience on side. Whereas there's no plate spinning with me. I'm literally just, I'm doing this. If you don't enjoy it, then I want to tell you, I'm sorry. Yeah. You made the wrong decision today yeah. coming yeah. here. You, this is what, this, this is, you didn't order it, but this is what I'm exactly. serving you. Yeah. Whereas yesterday, literally yesterday at this gig, I thought to myself, Give them some. Try and spin plates. Right. So there was what a bunch of nerdy Asian kids. What kind of Asian? Oh, Asian as in there was a mixture. Okay. So there was like literally Indian, Pakistani and Chinese. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, there was four of them. So I called yeah. them the Asian. Rice and noodles. Rice, rice and noodles. I've, I've always said that. My yeah. favorite carbs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I called them the Asian in between us just to get things going. And it yeah. blew up the room. And I did, then just did crowd work with them. And I was like, ah. I feel like an entertainer today. Ah, with your seat. Because I'm trying to just work, and I did crowd work, whereas normally I would just be like, no, nope, sorry, this is, what, this is your medicine. Interesting. I'm sorry. So, but I never feel like an entertainer because I always, that's why I don't really do corporate gigs as often because I never feel like I'm, I feel like an entertainer. I had the opposite experience yesterday where it was a gig where they weren't really going for jokes, but I just plowed on through anyway because I was just like, I'm too tired. So you did, you literally did Darren. Yeah, yeah. You I did was a like, Darren oh, at 90%. I can't, I can't be bothered to make this worthwhile for you. But how did you feel at the end of it? Fine, got my money. Got my money and left. <laughs> That's how I normally feel. I'm like, yeah. what, what can I tell you? Eh, not, for, not for me. Yeah. But I'll be honest, trying to be an entertainer, I felt like Robin Williams, dude. Sometimes it's fun. Yeah. But you got, you got to like be Pat feeling Adams. it. <laughs> 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 I'm entertaining people, dude. Patch Adams, Darren. Yeah. But the thing is, you, sometimes, you, but if, for you to be able to entertain, you've got to f either be feeling it if you're the kind of comedian we are, yeah. or if you're like Bruce Forsyth, who already does that anyway, yeah. that's his go-to. So like, yeah, yesterday I had the opposite experience. It's very, it's very straight. I, I always think of that uh, Doug Stanhope quote where he talks about doing corporate gigs. He goes, it's the only time you ever feel like a real prostitute on yeah, stage yeah, where yeah, you yeah, really yeah. have to, you're, you're trying to entertain them. And I, it kind of goes against the comedian, the modern comedian attitude of like coolness as yeah. in like, I'm just telling you these things, but I don't really want to tell you these yeah, things, yeah. man. Whereas you think of like, you know, uh, entertainers like Joe Pasquale or, um, you know, like a Bobby Davro yeah. and Les Dennis. These people are like, I'll do you one-liners. I'll tell you a story. I'll sing a song. Oop, there's a balloon here. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing magic now. Whereas for us, it's we're very like, just straight to the point. Here's our story. Yeah. Even like, even joke telling comedians, I look at as being entertainers. Well, yeah, I mean, like Milton J does his hair, stupid. 
Yeah, Milton Jones. Yeah, but Milton Jones is like a thirty-year comic. He's been doing comedy back when it was like you know silly show. But if you think of somebody who's uh, like a like a Glenn Moore, yeah, who for me I think should be in best joke writers ever. Yeah, because he's definitely in. He's that. amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he's not a silly-looking guy. Even though he's a giant guy with a shirt and a yeah. <laughs> a, a, a tie button, he's not a wacky hair, yeah, yeah, wacky, wacky shirt, shirt. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Or, or emo, Tim Vine, or Tim Vine, or yeah. Emo Phillips, who just looks like a weirdo. He's just yeah. like a normal-ish-looking guy yeah, who yeah. just does a run of hilarious, silly jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That to me is far more an entertainment. Cor corporate gigs, like, to the Doug Sandheim thing. Corporate gigs can make you feel like you said. That can make you feel shame. Uh, I saw Doug Stanhope when he did the Leicester Festival. And he was, Leicester Comedy Festival? Not Leicester, sorry, Leeds. Leeds. He was doing Leeds Festival. There's a clip on oh, the festival, of, yeah. Doug's, of Doug Stanhope. And he does a bit. And I don't mind saying the bit because he talks about how uh, having kids is like the worst thing for the environment. You're, you're, and he talks about how uh, people have a go at me for drinking and doing drugs or whatever when you're pushing out kids Wrong. and he talked he talks about he, he did a bit about massive vaginas and he talks about how i could flip a coin inside there right this is doug stanhope <laughs> however however he's completely bombing right they hate him so of course much. they do but you can see him slowly just go like like you see him as unhappy or unhappy having the worst gig ever and then at one point and you know we're comedians so we know that you're having the worst gig yeah. ever because he goes, I'm sure the next act will come on and give you what you want. And oh, that's when you damn. that's when you know you're dying. You're having And the next act, act was Jim Davidson. Do you want to know who the next act was? Who was it? Gary Delaney. Just destroyed. Oh, of course. One liner act, just destroyed. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, Yeah. And then I saw, and again, I'm a big Doug Stanhope guy. I like his mind. I yeah. think he's one of the great writers in comedy. He then talks about how um how he can't perform in front of audiences that's not his anymore, which really stuck right. with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, that happens to because what he does, he's like, he's like, he just doesn't like it. He can't do it. He yeah, needs to yeah. be in front of his audience. And I saw that and was like, wow. And he's one of the greatest comics ever. I like. Yeah. I think he's a fucking genius. But as a comedian, I never want to be that guy. I always. But I think be... you end up becoming that guy, though. But you don't want to be. I want to be a guy who can turn up at the Glee Club, at the Comedy Store, do a ten, do a twenty and not have to worry about my material being so... Because that material, that's not festival stuff, man. No, it's not festival stuff. You can't but then also, that. sometimes you just get to a point where you've built, built an audience to the point where you're like, this is what I need to play to. I don't need to play to a drunken crowd at the 99. Don't you want to do that? Don't you want to be No, I don't to go, think you do. Don't you want to go to the... like you Say you're selling out yeah. uh, 1,000-seater venues everywhere, yeah. which is mental if you can yeah. do a 1,000-seater everywhere. Don't you want to be able to turn up at the Glee Club uh, uh, Birmingham and just go on and just do a 20 of what you... In principle, yes, but if I'm doing 1,000 seasons regularly, at that point, I'm not, I don't want to do the clubs anymore. But, that, but isn't there a point... And again, this is we're talking about it like at now because we're not at that stage. Yeah, but yeah. if we get to that stage, I'm like, <laughs> I don't even reply to those emails yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Glee Club. James 99 Club. club. No, don't worry about that. The, who's that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 99. I hope that's 99K. That's K. what I get for. <laughs> um, but don't you want to have feel like you can still do those rooms? That, that really, when he said that, that really surprised me because I was like, wow, I don't ever want to be in that position where I never feel like I can I go. I think as comics, like, right, you know, right now I'm doing a bit of tour support for, for Mickey Flanagan. Yeah. And he's like, he cut, he, it would be impossible for him to do those small club rooms because everyone would lose their minds. And then he wouldn't know what is and isn't funny anymore. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what ends up happening is you're like, I, they're just happy to see me because it, they paid 20 quid. 
They had no idea I was going to turn up. However, they still all run them out at places like the Glee, though, don't they? I've seen Mickey Flanagan test his tour show. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I don't mean like Mickey turning up and doing like, you know, uh, doing like an hour of his new material at the Glee. I mean, mean him turning up to a bill where me and you are on and somebody else and whatever, just like a normal gig. I don't ever want to lose that as a comedian because I, I, to me, that is the most fun. Like tour shows are great. Come see us. Come see The Pretender, of course. Mm. But turning up randomly at a gig in Manchester with a bunch of, you know, pro comedians Mm. and doing 20 as an unnamed person, to me, I think is, it's so fun. I never want to lose that as a comic. Yeah, I think doing new, you've got to do in front of audiences that don't know who you are. Yeah. Or like didn't expect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that will always be... But then it's great for us when we turn off and, you know, we like were opening for Mickey Flanagan on his uh, tour. You did some of them, right? Yeah. yeah, How was it? Great. I did Portsmouth. It was amazing. And he's the fucking best. Yeah, he's such a nice dude. He's so great. And and he's got the best option because I know his new tour, he's probably just doing like theatres and stuff, isn't he? He doesn't want... That's how you know that he's like a true comic where he can do arenas, but he'd rather just go... Well, we had a conversation about that because... We were talking about arenas, and he was just like, I don't really think I'm going to do arenas again. He's done because, so many arenas. He, yeah. He holds he's got a record. record yeah, he holds the record for the OG. But he's like, I just don't, he goes, you'd go there. It's just, he go, he said to me that he felt like he was a victim of his own success, just like carrying on, carrying on. Yeah. Because that's what happens in comedy. Someone tells you, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then he realized that he just didn't enjoy, doesn't get that feeling. It's not a great room. Whereas when we did Portsmouth, you know, it's like, it's close, it's amazing, yeah. everyone's in, it feels great. He feels more like a comic again, as opposed yeah. to when you do those giant arenas. The only difference is, of course, you can do one arena for one day, or you can do five days in a theatre 2000. Yeah. And I... Steve Martin very famously said this, didn't he? Yes, he did. What was his book called that we all used to read when we started? Uh, Born Standing Up. Yeah. When what I started comedy, everybody would talk about Born Standing Up. What did he up. say in it? He said that he quit doing live stand-up because he could just walk on stage and the audience would applause. He'd say the name of the place and the audience would applause. And he'd say, good night, and walk off stage right. and the audience would applause. Didn't matter what he'd say. Yeah. Yeah. People would just applause. So it had no meaning to it. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's like that Jerry Seinfeld thing where he talks about when you're famous, really famous, you get 30 seconds of just his, like hysterics. Yeah. Where it's just, you've done absolutely nothing and the audience lose their mind for you. Yeah. And even if you're like a mediocre average material, you will carry that through. Of course, for an because hour. they're just happy to see you. Yeah, you will carry that through for an hour. So I really respect that about, about Mickey, man. I think he's, I think, yeah. He, one thing about Mickey, I don't expect to go off about Mickey as nice as he is. Every, I've never heard so many com- people who are very working class and don't really follow comedy, stand up comedy talk about how he speaks to them. Yeah. I remember Susie Ruffle, who uh, obviously Susie's great. Her family, I've met her mom and dad, they're good eggs, man. They talk about how Mickey Flanagan is the only comic they've ever heard who speaks to them as a working class person. Right, yeah. My family as a black working class family, Mickey Flanagan speaks to them and yeah, they yeah, fucking yeah. love Mickey Flanagan. He's from Bethnal Green, like he knows yeah. from the East. He's selfish, isn't it? Yeah, and it's very good that we've got Claire as well for a bit. We've got we, me and you have got the same agent. We've got the same agent as Mickey. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Comedians Comedian podcast. We really <laughs> did go off on like a <laughs> I don't weird. Know how that happened today, but it fucking did. We really, we really, I, think, I, I think, really enjoyed that. I, I, me too, but I think what happened was having a camera stone just made us feel a bit more reflective about. It's weird because the, cam- because the camera we're talking to for people watching on YouTube is a phone. Is, is literally Owen's phone. Yeah. Also, can we just say? 
big thank you to everybody for the comments for the podcast. Yeah, man. We've had so many amazing comments about the, sort of the chemistry. Uh, we've had a lot of comments. Just people have said it's everything about a podcast seems so professional. Yeah. As a, which which is literally Owen and Alice. They've literally just gone. It seems yeah. so professional as opposed to obviously what we. Can, can I just read a part of this message that I got today at the yeah. time of recording at ten past uh, three? Uh, oh hey, I'm not going to say the name of the person, but thank you very much. You know who you are. Oh hey, Ishan, I've just binged all the Shameless Delicious podcasts. Check us up on YouTube, Spotify, all that kind of great places. And this, and they say I love it. I can't wait for more. I've been so ill this week, and I really needed the boost of energy and fun to get me to paint my kitchen. And that podcast was just what I needed. And also, she agrees with me about the Beatles and Paul McCartney. That's okay. You didn't add the end part of that. Um, but there you go. So I appreciate the support, but yeah. you have. Fucking insane. No, you're, you're absolutely um, right. Shame is delicious. But yeah, obviously, all the comments we've had it really, really warms our really warms our. It does heart. warm our heart because you know we we're Darren and I are so incredibly busy. Alice and Owen are so incredibly busy as well, and we all try and come together at least to try and record this podcast. So when you say to us that you're loving it, that makes us happy. Keep spreading the word. Give us those five star reviews if you haven't done. Yeah, already. we want to get to. We want to start. I don't check any of the chart stuff, but we want to start getting up there. Yeah, we? absolutely. But the thing is, is we, we want to build this with you. So you guys keep listening, keep telling your friends, keep sharing those clips, keep liking For those real. clips, because that helps us get the podcast out to more people. And you can hear some amazing stories about Darren's past life being a little petty thief, but he didn't even do the thiefing and he absolute still got sacked. Pussy. Absolute uh, pussy I was. And uh, real, yeah. Real and wimp. So um, keep yeah keep supporting this podcast. Also, send in your shameful stories as yeah, well. Yeah, we do need more of those. So we need we definitely need more shameful stories. It can be stories that you are obviously feel a lot of shame about, or stories that you don't feel any shame about, but people tell you they are. Give us those as well because we need to start implementing more. Of tell us if you've podcast. stolen anything. Like, what's the worst thing yeah. you've stolen? Just yeah, what's the worst thing you've stolen? Tell us that. We'll talk about that. What's like, the worst thing you've done in your life where you go, oh, and obviously you can be anonymous as well. Yeah, we really appreciate um, all of them. Uh, anything else we want to plug? Obviously, go see Ishan. He's got his tour on sale, The Pretender. Do come. If you live in London, do come and see my show. You uh, Dress, you dress funny. funny. It's an amazing. We are doing a Birmingham and a Manchester one as well. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the date sorted. They so do I'll... dress funny up, up there, to be fair. Fucking. Do uh, come and why are you? My... Why are you one of my best friends? I <laughs> I don't know what, like, I, what was wrong with that. What, what do you mean? What's wrong with that? You first of all, you're the most racist person I've ever known. I feel like, like what? So said this to me. No, yeah, it's true. I'm not though. What do you mean? So many people have said this to you. Why is this new to you? This I, is like a. This is I'm a, not racist. I'm just. I like playing with racism. I think it's a funny thing. Yeah, because you're racist. No, but it's just funny. You're racist. You. You. you here's the thing about Ishan as well. Here we go. Before we leave, <laughs> people message me and go, "Rah, Ishan's like a real Tory, huh?" <laughs> Uh, but they think you're like Pritchard Patel, Quasi Quarteng Tory and, as well, because you know, you're like public school. Little they know, like, I like am very school. much of the Jacob Reese mog mold. You know what I like about him? I just like the fact that he's like a ghost from some sort of Civil War past. My hero. <laughs> he's always a my All right, I don't really. He he's so English. I didn't know those people existed. I used to look at Boris Johnson and go, "Right, this guy's like a real Englishman." And then I met him, and I was like. Who the fuck is this guy? Legend. <laughs> what a guy. Legend. Follow us at Shame Delicious on Twitter. Yeah, Shame, Shame is, delicious. is Delicious everywhere else. Um, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. That's it, really. Give us five stars. And also, give us our fucking cameras back. 
you if you because we know you're watching dickhead nobbed fucking hate you i'm gonna kill you steal our cameras you prick get shingles get sh <laughs> shame is delicious shame is delicious making bad decisions shame is delicious making bad decisions Decisions. Making bad decisions.